Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Live Podcast. This is episode number 45. I'm here 45. with 45. Yes, sir. Sorry. <laughs> I'm here with my good friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. What's going on, Ben? We've had a good uh, good dinner right now. It was some good. homemade bread and uh, some dessert. What was it? Bomb dinner, bro. That was yeah. delish. Usually we go out, but uh, this one we had to dine in with some Well, the bread and the bread was fresh. It was it was hot. The butter melted when I put it on. There was I love that, man. She uh, made it yesterday, and then it had a rise, and mm. all the things that bread does, you know. That was good. Chicken was good. Marinating it. A little salad, some rice. But yeah. that, But that chocolate, what was that, what was that dessert? What is it called? I don't know. I've never had it before. That was the first time she's like, made it, as like, far as I know. Like chocolate pie? I don't know what it was. Like I'm her first husband, and that's the first time I've tasted <laughs> it, so I, I don't know. It was pretty good, though. She wanted to try something different today. so uh, It was bomb, bro. It was yeah. good. It was really good. Uh, I enjoyed that. And then we had some tea, uh, courtesy of George. Thank you, George. Yeah, very nice. And, uh, and, and Uncle John, Uncle oh. Johnny. <laughs> yeah, it was very nice. He hooked us up with some um, some gifts. Yeah, some some tea and some, some little tea uh, cups and... Uh, I've been drinking the tea every day, man. And cookies, really? Yeah, I haven't tried. I haven't tried the cookies yet. I need to try the cookies, but uh, I've been drinking that tea every day, twice a day. Wow. Yeah. Well, they they say they do it after every meal, and so I thought, you know, and the, you know, I, I've seen like uh, in the Asian cultures, they they drink you know a lot of green tea after meals. They say it helps with digestive type stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give digestive that a shot. Properties. Yeah, and I've you know since I can't have coffee, you know, I haven't been drinking coffee for what I'm going on a couple years now or whatever year year and a half, whatever it is. Um, well, it'd be two years, right? Almost because of uh, you got COVID around this time. What two years ago? Or was that last year? It was the year of. So wasn't that 2020? 2020, 2020. Yeah, I got November of twenty twenty. So two years. Wow. Yeah. No. No fun, man. I I miss my coffee, but um, it is what it is, man. You know. So you just you just can't. It doesn't taste good to you. That's why you don't. Like it, it, it does. And I tried. I was just telling uh, Rebecca right now. I, I I went to McDonald's and I tried to force it. Like I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go get a coffee and I'm gonna drink it. And I did. I went and got it and I I did drink it, but it it just it wasn't good. It just doesn't have a. Good, it smells weird. Tastes weird. It has a weird taste to it. Like it doesn't taste like coffee. Like I know in my mind what coffee tastes like. I remember, um, but it does not taste like that. I always thought that way about coffee. I've never liked it. And that just tastes weird. I'm like, well, it's really weird because uh, Diane's sister-in-law, um, she had COVID and it's weird because it's around the same time I did. But the interesting thing about her is she's, she always used to hate coffee and now she loves it. Really? So it's like the opposite. Mm. It was like the opposite. Well, I don't she know. She took your love. I know. Like the it's Wicked like, Witch and the Ruby Slippers. Let me have it back. She took your coffee Ruby Slippers <laughs> from you. That's no winner. So, man, I'll tell you, it's been a... It's, did you eat a lot of good food over the holiday? I mean, I know I did. I did. How about those French fries, though? You, can you still taste French fries, or they taste nasty to you? I, no, the French fries are good. You know, remember you didn't at, it was, at one point? It was anything that was fried, like deep yeah. fried or whatever. So That's kind of a blessing, though, in a way. Something, <laughs> something's kind of taste a little burnt and a little off still. Um, like even Bacon's doesn't have the full, full mm, on. That's disappointing. I mean, I still like it. Don't get me wrong. I still like it, but it does not have the, it's not what I remember. Like in my mind, I, I, I know what bacon used to taste like. And when I eat bacon now, it does not taste like it used to. That's a travesty. It, it really is. There's a lot of foods that do that, but. 
at the same time, I still like it. So what I like think they'd be baking at the marriage supper of the lamb, but I don't think that's very kosher, right? That's not. But I don't think it'll matter. I mean, you know, when Peter had the dream, right? That's I mean, right. Uh, uh, everything was open, open season, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eat, eat the fat, you know, what thou cost yeah. unclean. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going to go to Israel in March. And so um, they said, if there's meat, there's not going to be butter for your rolls. I guess the, you know, for that kind of meal, the two don't go together right, for right. that reason. So um, they sent us like an eight, like a booklet of what to do, what not to do. And he said, don't, don't tell Jewish jokes. And I'm like, who does that? Why would you do that? Yeah. I guess people have done it and it just, he just heard, like I don't even know any Jewish jokes. Like I know, well, Mex- you know, I know Mexican jokes. Yeah. You know how people say things, you know what I mean? About Jewish yeah. people and. Why would you say? Well, you know, if some people come to you like, I got a Mexican joke for you. And you're like, uh, that's not funny. <laughs> that's kind of offensive. Right, right, right. I, right. Mean, I, I guess people tell Jewish jokes. And so he I just said, you. don't. It's funny that you have to tell people not to. Yeah. Uh, but to go back to your question. Yeah, we did eat a lot of uh, good food. And um, we had fried chicken on Saturday, which was very good. Fried chicken, yeah. Um, and then we went to Lou's. Because Nate's been home. So it's kind of been a tour of what he hasn't had in the last six months. <laughs> So we've been, you know, we hit all the good spots, yeah, uh, yeah. minus uh, Rito's. We haven't gone to Rito's yet. And you and I went to Rito's, and that was your first time there. That was good, bro. That was good, and, man. Uh, little, little pricey, but it was good. A little pricey, yes. A six-hour taco, you know what I mean? Yeah. Five fifty or something. It was, yeah. Plus the burrito, which I think was about 14 bucks, something like that. I don't know. It was expensive. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But it's good. It was good. But it's a little pricey. But put on inflation. But Nate was telling me today that four thirty-five is a large fry from McDonald's cost. Four thirty-five. Yeah. Wow. You used to be. Able to I get try like, not to go there, but you yeah. used to be get get a double quarter pounder with cheese for four thirty-five. When I was a kid, it was two ninety-nine Big Mac special. Twenty-nine cents to what a size? That. I remember that sign, yeah. bro. <laughs> two ninety-nine, and it was like two, you know, three forty-two with tax and all that. Now it's like you can't even get a fry. Well, you know what? I went back home and uh, well, let me back up. I went to uh, Carolinas uh, because it just opened up down the street here. And I took Jaden. We went and got some uh, chorizo and egg burritos. How was that? Pretty good? Oh, yeah. I, I love it, man. They're, they're delicious. And the tortillas are good, you know. Um, I, I think we got out, out there for 20 bucks. I mean, for two burritos. Wow. And I'm just like, wow. Then I went back home to New Mexico. I went to uh, pick up my wife. She was visiting her parents. And uh, we went out to one of my spots out there. and got a, I got a breakfast burrito, chicharron and bean and, and a bacon and egg. And, dude, it was four bucks, four bucks a burrito over there. So I don't know if Biden inflation has not happened in New Mexico or they just haven't raised their prices. I mean, I thought that was a pretty good price for the burritos and they were bomb. I mean, they were excellent. And we going to Wattis or something to get the beans at a discounted <laughs> price. You know Maybe what I mean? So they got, I don't know. They got a burro coming across. I don't know. Bringing them supplies, you know. But we ended up I mean, we ended up eating uh, menudo. Diane's um, mom, my mother-in-law, she makes uh, excellent menudo. And then come back here and um, <clears throat> my dad came over from uh, uh, from New Mexico to visit my mom, her sister. And uh, yeah, they made menudo too. So man, I've had I've wow. had menudo quite a bit this uh, Sunday too, right? Sunday afternoon. Uh, yes, sir. You had Sunday some? afternoon. Wow. Yep. And today for lunch, your mom brought some over. Or? I went over to my mom's and she okay. she hooked us up. I think she got tired of them and she's like, "Do you want she, some? She do you want to finish it up? Yeah, you guys finish it up." Did you guys not? Did you guys kill it or not yet? Are the words of Brian? Did you smash I, it? I, I think we smashed it, bro. All right, I, I have not had menudo in quite some time. So next time we go to oh, the uh, the spot in Avondale yeah. tomorrow, I'm gonna have to get some. Well, I just like it. I like it. You know, that's and, one of my and favorite we, meals. We ended up in in before Christmas. My mom had made uh, pozole, so we had we had that too. I mean, I, I think I like menudo better than pozole, but I do like pozole. Um, the one thing that we did not have this year, though, it's usually a tradition. We usually do tamales, and and this year we did not do that. 
Um, me, I, I need one. Like we went from tamales to egg rolls. I don't know how that happened, but we did. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that. Whoa, but, that's yeah, that's dramatic, bro. That's that's a big. Uh, that's going to the chino. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's a big know. leap. Yeah, I don't know what happened. So <laughs> as that's my mom. I don't. It's it's weird to me. Well, I had I had tamales, but we just didn't make them. So um, I think it was Diane's sister in law. She her family I think made some or whatever. So we got to eat some some tamales, but we didn't make them. I, I like making them because that's my favorite, man. The 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 first ones out of the pot, I mean, they're, they're delicious. They're fresh. And then the very next day you could take those fresh ones and you throw them on the, on the griddle or the kamal, whatever. And you toast them. Oh, bro. Did you see people on the, on Instagram, put them on the grill straight up on the grill. Yeah. And you know, but let the husk on toast it and toasted it. And I was like, I had never seen that so before, good, bro. Toasted with some, with some eggs, couple, couple, uh, scrambled eggs, bro. So I never had eggs with tamales, but that sounds good. Cause I know mm. at abuelos, you can get an enchilada. Enchilada style with with, the, with oh. no enchilada with enchiladas with with egg. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that mm-hmm. until I think that's a New Mexico thing. It's or? a New Mexico thing. You can get an egg on top, so you get a, a fried egg on top. That's how I eat it. I love it. But yeah, you could do enchiladas with scrambled eggs on the side for breakfast. You know, throw some bacon on there, dude. Chiladas go with that with whatever. Tamales too. You can have those for breakfast. Because my mind was blown when they when I first went to Red Robin like 15 years ago, and I they put an egg on my burger. I was like. That sounds nasty, but then I was like, wow. Red Robin, yeah. My mind was blown. I'd never been to Red Robin. Royal Red Robin, bro. I was like, wow. So that's, I never got it. I never get anything any different now. Yeah. Walking with the bacon or the Royal. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so then Chilada with the egg, my friend got it because he was from New Mexico. And I'm mm. like, that's weird. Well, it's kind of like uh, with Chilaquiles, bro. And yeah. you could throw a couple of fried eggs on top. Oh, bro. Rebecca loves Chilaquiles. Mm, no. I do too. I do too. It was good. I just always go with the Pariada when I go to, you know, now that is good yeah, too. I hate to, you know, wow, stray away from that. So whew, that's a jump, though, bro. That's that's, yeah, that's good yeah, stuff, it, right it there, is. man. And I'm glad we're not. Hung, I'm not hungry because I would be hungry talking about this. But I'm getting. I'm getting there, bro. We go back for a second. There's like three slices of bread left. That uh, rosemary bread. That so was good, man. Was I think good. Lainey made that for us, so uh, I think she taught Rebecca that recipe, and then here we are. Yeah, it was good, man. With the a uh, little bit of Lando Lando Lakes. Uh, mm. It's one of my favorite butters, bro. It's real butter. You know what I mean. Real a lot butter, of stuff you get that fake stuff. And olive oil and sea salt, bro. Three ingredients. I mean, it's that's why I like Matt's big breakfast because mm. they, they have real butter. Mm. I actually went there yesterday with Todd. Nice. So he hit me up and hey, Sweet. you free? And I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. not busy. Yeah. So why not? Why I'm not, not free per se, but um, I, I can go eat. So yeah, we had a good time and yeah, it was nice to uh, get to talk to him a little bit because he came on Friday. He hadn't been there in a yeah, you know, he was him. a hide and seek champion for Freedom That Last for a while, <laughs> but he came and uh, yeah, it was nice to just you know sit and talk with him and yeah. I really yeah. talked to him on on Friday. Well, that's cool. So yeah, we had a good time and uh, yeah. then I went to the gym to work it off at uh, the Matzik Group. <laughs> it was packed, bro. Really? You know, New Year's resolutions. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, I'm supposed to go tonight. So. Yeah. And crazy thing that happened to me is uh, because you know the gym is expensive, right? It's not it's not a cheap gym, so I'm like, you know, I gotta take, you know, I gotta do all the full amenities here, right? Because I'm paying for all this. They got the cold dip right, and the right. sauna, and I never been in the sauna before inside of the locker room. <laughs> I always just go to the steam room and I take a shower and I get. But so I'm gonna go in the cold dip, you know. And Ooh. I got up to my waist and I was I was it was bad. I'm like I chickened out and I got out. And then my mind's like, dude, don't be weak. Get back. You know, it's my dad telling me in my head, hey, get back in there. What are you doing? Get out. You know, get in the sissy. Get in there. <laughs> so I got back in and I got all the way in and it was better because my half other half was prepared. So I got in for two and a half minutes and then I got out, went into the sauna, which felt much better. Then I'm like, I'm going to go back into the, to the cold dip. So I get in the cold dip and I'm in there for like two and a half minutes. I'm about to get out and some dude comes in 
and you know his backside's facing me. He's his half smile there, and uh, he gets two or three steps in, like to his calves or to his thighs, and he sits there, and he stays there for like five minutes. And I'm like, and there's a guy next to me that's shaking because he's so cold. And I'm just like closing my eyes, trying to like internalize and like, all right. <laughs> and then finally he got out and I was like, oh my word. And the guy that, you know, was in there longer than I was just like bolted out. And then I got out and I was like, I was, I could, I could, I didn't know how I drove home, bro. My legs were numb. I, I was like, I was in there for so long. I was like, how do people do this for 15 minutes? So how cold is it? Is it 50 degrees colder? Uh, probably I would say, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. It's pretty, the guy was laughing at me because I was like, <gasps> oh, yeah. it takes you. Oh, have yeah. you been in there before? I have not, but I've been, I've been in a lake that's that cold. I mean, we went camping up in Idaho and, and, uh, I mean, you're, it's snow melting off the mountains. It's oh, running yeah. into this lake and, uh, you know, you're out there a few days and you gotta, you gotta take a bath, bro. So I, I, I jumped in and like you said, I'm like, <laughs> you, you can't even, it's it takes like you can't breathe. Away. Yeah. You can't breathe. It's not like you're pregnant, bro. Like you're trying to have a kid or something. <laughs> like you're in the Le Mans class, you know, prepping. Yeah. That's how I was. And the guy was laughing at me. Like, well, it's funny to you because you're just putting your calves in. I did I did that too. That's not a big deal. Right. Get all the way in here. And you, my headphones turned off because they're like, bro, what the heck's going on? Then I had to tap them when they turned back on. They're, they didn't know what was going on. So, yeah, that was... Uh, so I used the gym fully yesterday to get my membership. And I probably won't go for another 40 days or so. No, <laughs> I hope to go back tonight. But, yeah, I was uh, got in the cold dip. And it's supposed to be good for you, but it didn't feel so good. The sauna felt much better. Yeah. For sure. And I, then the heat. I went into the steam and I didn't, I didn't even feel it because I was just... So cold. I was so cold. I was numb. Yeah. I'm in the shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was terrible, man. So I don't know if I'll go tonight again. To the, to yeah, the I was not brave enough to do the cold dip when I was at the at the gym. When I was doing the, the membership during the summer, I did not try it. Well, because I went in before and I went to the bottom step and the bottom step was broken. So I fell all the way in. Ooh. and I, I wasn't ready for it. But this time, you know, you're ready. Yeah. Well, I think I broke it because I stepped on it and it went all the way through. And I'm like, you know, whoops. Like, yeah. <laughs> You need to go to the gym more often, buddy. You're breaking the, the stairs, you know? So, anyway. Oh, man. We digress, Ben. We digress. We should probably get into some content yeah, we, here. Let's do it. Uh, so, real quick before we jump into content, um, just want to, I just want to thank you guys. Um, we recently had some a, a donation for our camera. Uh, we're still doing the uh, the camera fund, and, uh, and we're, we're pretty close to halfway there, I think. Ooh, nice. Um, so, we're doing well. And so just want to thank you guys for your prayers and for, for your donations. And I uh, just would ask that you would continue to pray. Uh, if you feel led to donating, you can visit us at AbundantLife.fm and uh, click on the, uh, on the donate button on the upper right-hand corner. And uh, you'll, it'll take you to the page. You'll get to see the, the camera we're looking at getting or thinking about getting. We, we may get something similar. Um, but you also get to see how, many, uh, how much we've received as far as donations are concerned. And so uh, we thank you to all our supporters. And, yes, thank um, you. and we'll, continue to, uh, we'll continue to pray about it. And so today we're going to be, uh, this is kind of a, a special episode. So we've, we've not had an episode for, for a little bit here. Uh, we, we had hoped to do uh, some sort of a Christmas episode, and unfortunately, uh, our schedules just did not jive, and we had a lot of things going on for Christmas, and so unfortunately, we did not get that out. Um, but um, typically, what we've been doing is we've sort of had like a, um, a New Year's resolution type episode, 
And what I thought would be really cool this year to do is, is sort of just uh, do a, a, a reflection. So we're going to we're going to title this one 2022 Reflections and Blessings. And we're just going to talk about some things, some events that happened in 2022. Uh, I want to apply some some biblical principles to those to those events and maybe just what the Lord was showing me in those in those areas. And, and Sasso is going to do the same. He's going to talk about a few of uh, things that happened in his uh, in his life over uh, the last year. And so I'm, I'm going to kick it off um, with uh, prayer and fasting. So uh, if you remember, Sasso, last year, uh, January, February, we were praying for a good friend of ours, and uh, we were we were doing some prayer and fasting. And um, every Thursday, I believe, right? It was, and uh, we got uh, several several people involved. Um, just um, not that we were trying to show that we were fasting, but we wanted. We, we just I feel that there's there's power in corporate prayer, and, and so we were just. Um, we were praying and fasting for this specific thing, and it brought to mind um, Daniel chapter nine. Uh, and and Daniel Daniel chapter nine is a it's a it's a prophetical chapter. It's talking about the the second coming of the Messiah. But um, what's really cool is Daniel's he's praying and he's confessing his sin, and uh, he's he's fasting at that time. And uh, this is when I, I believe the angel Gabriel comes and he he shows him these things about about the coming Messiah. Um, so Daniel chapter nine, verse three says, then I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And again, so he was visited with, uh, by Gabriel and I believe, you know, the angel Gabriel said, Daniel, you are, you're heard. And it's interesting cause he'd also, I think he told him you're loved. And I thought that was interesting. He's heard and he's loved. And then he gives him the prophecy about, about Jesus coming. He gives him like a, a, there's a calendar, you know, there's so many days until the the coming of Messiah and the, and the cutting off of Messiah. He talks about his crucifixion. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty deep uh, chapter, man. Daniel himself pretty deep. Yeah, he, he, he is um, definitely one of my favorites though. And so uh, anyway, just, I thought I would, I thought I would mention that one. That was just something that came to mind, you know, prayer and fasting. And, and again, we, we pray uh, and fast not because we think it's going to, it's going to, motivate God to move. Uh, but we, we see, we're seeking his face. We're seeking his will. And, and we're, we're, we're crying out to God because we need him. It's not because we think we're going to, um, make him do something because that's not possible. We can't make God move. Uh, God has his own will and we want to be within his will, but we're seeking his face and, and just, uh, letting God know that we, we need him desperately. And I would say just as taco talk, right? It, you know, for some people will say, well, my wife particularly will say taco talk goes too long. Or I know we had Mike on the podcast. He's like, fast forward the first five, 10 minutes or whatever to get to the content. Um, and food is such a big part of our life. Yeah, and I think yeah. um, when you fast, it's taking that time that you normally take for food. Cause, and I think it's your thought process too, right? Because sometimes if I'm going to go to, you know, you're going to meet me for lunch or something, I'm going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. The moment I know that's going to happen, right? My mind is thinking five medium, five honey barbecue. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's already thinking of what the special is and my, how many iced teas I'm going to drink in that situation. And it's thinking about the food because you're hungry. Um, and I think it's taking that time that we would normally give to food and giving that to God. And, you know, even the disciples try to cast out demons. And he says, these only come out by prayer yeah, and fasting. Absolutely. That this is going to take dedicated work and fasting, you know, for the sake of spiritual cause or spiritual reason, uh, such as prayer is that's, that takes, it's work. It's hard work. Yeah, it's not just yeah. something that 
you know, I'm going to just create a quick prayer and it's just going to happen. Like, no, you're going to have to vest into doing this fasting and praying. And I think just the food in general, um, you know, it blows my mind. My mother-in-law said, like, you know, I don't even care about food. And I'm like, that's a blast for me, right? Because <laughs> God gave you these taste buds, right? He didn't give you taste buds. So, because he, he gave you food to enjoy, right? And everything in moderation, uh, that's, right, what, that's right, what the Bible talks right. about. But still, he gave us food to enjoy. Like, he didn't give a manna, and it was just bland. I'm, I'm sure it was delicious, right? Yeah, yeah. He talks about the marriage supper of the lamb, and he says, because it's important, but to give for sake, you know, food, you know, for the sake of prayer, uh, especially for this brother that, you know, we were concerned about, and uh, you ta- you told me about that. You guys and uh, another brother had talked about doing that, setting aside that time. But um, I just think it's just, a, it's huge because food encompasses a lot of, a lot of my thoughts sometimes, especially when I'm hungry and I'm like, okay, dang, we're going to go grub at uh, B-Dub or something. You know, so my mind's already there. So, Yes, sir. Hello, I'm Pastor Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You can't change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom at Last is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addiction. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. Please join us. For more information, please visit us online at GetVictoryToday.com. That's GetVictoryToday.com. Um, yeah, so that was that was prayer and fasting. And then... Um, I was just kind of thinking, you know, we ended up having, uh, we had a marriage conference in uh, March of last year and uh, we had Dr. Jim Berg uh, come down and, and Dr. Jim Berg, he's, uh, he's a phenomenal teacher. He's written multiple books. He is uh, the creator of the Freedom That Lasts curriculum, um, which is what we do on Friday nights uh, for, for addictions ministries. And so uh, he's very well read very well versed very intelligent man knows scripture and i think he's a phenomenal teacher honestly um and he came down he did our marriage conference which was cool uh and he taught from james i was kind of reviewing my notes and uh he taught taught from james uh in fact i'm just going to read james one two through four it says count it all joy my brothers when you meet when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing and you would think that's kind of an odd verse for for marriage, but but it, but it's true because in marriage, what happens? I mean, you're it's not it's not all roses and and uh, unicorns and, and I mean happily ever after. You're gonna you're gonna meet some adversity at some point. You guys are gonna knock heads. I Maybe mean, that's tonight. Just, I don't know. <laughs> hope not, right? Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Um, but but it's it's a reality, and that and that happens because what? Why? You're you've got two people, two sinners, right? And and they're they. That's that's what sinners do. Sinners sin, right? Um, so you, you're definitely going to meet some trials, and, and and there'll be other trials too. Just you know, things that um, are you know affect your lives that you know coming from the outside or whatever the f- case may be, and you're going to face these things. and And so he talked about you know the trials and 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 uh, uh, that produce hurts and hardships and and all these things that get interpreted by our 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 heart and our mind, uh, which then gets interpreted as discontentment and unbelief, which drives us to dumb choices, to do dumb things, to, to sin. Um, and then, you know, the solution in short is to just have a strong relationship with Christ. Uh, read your scriptures, uh, read the Bible, uh, renew your mind. In fact, I'm going to talk about that a, a little bit later. Um, I've got, I've got kind of my new year's resolution type deal, uh, that's been working out in my head. 
um, you know, praying and obeying his commandments as well, you know, as a, as a solution to, uh, to meeting this adversity and trials. Um, I know, and I know it's easier said than done. Um, but, but that's the reality. And so it was a good, it was a good, uh, marriage conference. I enjoyed it. Uh, one thing, one big takeaway that I, I took from it was, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Jim Berg was talking about, you know, you married, he, this is what he told us as men. He said, you married the King's daughter. And I was like, whoa, that's just like, yeah, mind blown. Boom. Yeah. That's a big responsibility. I was like, wow. So, um, anyway, man, uh, that was my, uh, that was my takeaway from, from the marriage conference. Well, I, what I remember from the marriage conference uh, specifically was how we talked about, there's not a whole lot of verse. There is, I mean, the Bible deals specifically with, uh, you know, the union of the man and the woman, yep. but there's not a whole lot that talks about it. Um, but basically it's about, you know, being the man of God, being the woman of God in your life and you have a good marriage, right? Because you're putting God first. Um, so it's not, okay, what do I do in a marriage? It's like, okay, I need to be the, the man that God, uh, I need to be holy. And that'll resolve a lot of your problems that deal with pride. And I took that like, wow. So I think many times if you, uh, Rebecca and I, you know, this year, the Lord has given us a, a, you know, a couple opportunities to counsel Rebecca more so than I, she's taken some courses and, um, and it's funny how you, you just, you counsel with people and God brings verses to your mind. You know, I can, I was talking to Todd yesterday at the, the Matt's Big Breakfast and he was talking about Awanas and how he didn't like Awanas, but he said, but I, I go, man, I loved Awanas, but you know, just a program and how many verses I learned in Awanas. Um, my mom would say, yeah. if you finish your book, you know, I'll get you a swatch, whatever. I won't go into details of that, but that took me, you know, a month and a half to finish a book to memorize all those verses. Cause I wanted the swatch. I was motivated, right? But those verses still come to mind and yeah. that's what God's word says, right? If you, you hide your word in my heart, um, that'll come. And so we give these verses to these, uh, couples or whatever, and it just comes to mind. And that's what God wants us to be godly. He doesn't, part of being a good husband, it's not being a good husband, it's being a man of God or a woman of God. And another thing that blew my mind is when he's talked about how him and his wife will go alone and they will agree to get on God's page mm-hmm. and they'll pray about it and come out. It doesn't matter who's wrong, who's right, right but it's God, right, right? right? And I don't know if you, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're married, I'm married, and uh, I've never went into the bedroom and said, hey, I want to do what God would have us to do. I've never been to that spiritual level, and that blew my mind, and I'm like, wow, that that's powerful that I would submit my will to the Father instead of, you know, wanting my wife to submit her will to mine. And typically in any argument, that's what I'm, that's my goal. Right, right. Is for you to see it Flip my way. Here. Yep, yep. Instead of me saying, okay, let's both of us agree to see it God's way. And when he said that, I just, I've never heard it like that. And for him to practice that, right? And his wife was there. So, you know, she probably would elbow him or, you know, <laughs> and, you know, just blew my mind. And I, I just remember that from the conference. I was like, wow, this, this is guys on a whole nother level and of it spirituality. Makes, and it makes sense, right? Because if, if, if we, if we did things like that, you know, uh, our marriages would be perfect, right? <laughs> well, God is the basis of all truth. Right. So we know if we're on his page. He's we're, the, yeah, he's the standard. Yeah, he's we're, the standard. we're on the truth. And if we meet the standard, yeah, yeah. Because I, I can be honest with you, I'm not always right, right? I might like to think I am, <laughs> but many times I'm not. And, you know, many times my wife's not either. And uh, at times maybe we're both wrong. Yeah. But to get on God's page is like, man, that's... Well, and, it, and it's hard. I mean, the scriptures, like you said, there's not a whole lot of scripture, but the, the, you know, in Ephesians you have, you know, husbands love your wives. In fact, you know, my cousin had his wedding in April and uh, last year. And, and that was one of the verses that, that Ted, uh, we talked about, 
Um, Ephesians 5, 32 and 33, uh, this mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. But it also, uh, in, in, a, in a verse a little bit earlier in that chapter, talks about husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. And that's a, that's a tall order. That's, that's a high calling. Um, I mean, Christ died for the church, but he gave everything. I mean, he sacrificed everything for the church. And so, like you said, we're half the time we're, we're in an argument and you're just trying to get her to flip to your side and they don't work like that, man. No, and it doesn't work in real life either because no. that doesn't really happens. And then we can celebrate too, as we, as we are the bride that he's coming back for, yeah. um, he's, he's coming back for his church and, um, in an, in a crazy 2022 going into 2023, I mean, we have that promise that he will, he's coming again for us. Yeah. It's exciting. If Jeff were here, he might say, glory, glory. <laughs> he might cue it up or, you know what I mean? We have him on the, you, if you hear that, uh, amen. That's, amen. that's Jeff. So. so what's interesting is, um, as I was thinking through, uh, things that happened last year, one thing I thought of, and I know this isn't like super spiritual, but I know that, um, we could probably make some spiritual connections, but, uh, it was on a Sunday and it, and I have the date here, August 15th, uh, you and I and our families went out to eat at our favorite restaurant, only to find that our favorite restaurant was going away. Oh, Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. You uh, texted me. Yeah. Yeah. I said, bro. Yeah. Because I was late as always. I was, I was sad, bro. So our, you know, our, our, our famous Graziano's. I can't believe you wrote that down. <laughs> our famous Graziano spot, man. It's, uh, it went, uh, it went south, man. And so, uh, took, took new ownership and I haven't been too fond of the new ownership. I know you've been there quite a few times and, <laughs> and I guess the reason I put it down is that was our spot. You know, we go there and, and we, you know, we'd share, uh, we keep, keep each other accountable. We pray for each other and we talk about stuff and, and, um, I know, you know, even just like we were talking about the prayer and fasting and, and food is kind of an important thing to us. I mean, that's our survival, right? But it also, it's interesting. I mean, you know, the disciples had the last supper or, you know, you think of Jesus and he's having uh, breakfast there on the shore, cooking some fish, you know, and, and there's just something about eating with somebody and joining, you know, having a meal with somebody, uh, building a relationship, you know, because you're doing, you're, you're both performing an act of survival. It's interesting. Uh, we do that on Friday nights when we have freedom that lasts, uh, we, we share a meal and I just think that's, it's important. I think, uh, to do that. I think prayer and fasting is also important. Um, but anyway, so I just, I had thought of Graziano's and I thought, man, that was our spot, man. That was, and now we, we go to another spot. We get some wings at another spot. Now we're kind of making it our, our little spot, but, uh, I, I do miss the Graziano's to be honest with you. Well, and I think because there's some memories tied to that, right. That we, it's not so much that it was Graziano's, but just the familiarity we had with the owner, Keith and, um, we talked about it many times on this podcast. Oh yeah. And I mean, yeah. I mean, what, that's where you kind of talked about the marriage conference with Pastor was at Graziano's and introduced yeah. it. And he was, you know, he's like, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. And, um, you know, just kind of we before podcast, sometimes we get together on there. And um, yeah, it was just a yeah, it's, it's definitely not the same. Uh, <laughs> but I'm somebody that just keeps trying, you know, like Lucy and on my desk at home, there's a uh, I love it's peanuts. And there's I guess I forget the guy. His last name's Shore, and He makes these little figurines. And there's one where uh, Charlie Brown is looking at the football, and Lucy has it. And uh, the one where she pull, she pulls the uh, she, pulls she, the where she pulls the football, but and that's to me it, it represents a lot of things in my life. Uh, represents, uh, and I think in this case, I keep thinking this new place is going to be Graziano's, and I go continually to kick the football. And for like the first twenty five <laughs> times I've gone there, the guy's like, you know, I think uh, he just still doesn't know who I am. Um, <laughs> you know, so much for I mean, I'm like. 
I paid for a meal pretty much on the rewards that I had there because I've been there so many times. And I keep kicking that football, but just it just represents something to me in life to say like sin and the allure of sin, addiction um, in my own life that I struggled with that don't kick that football, you know, don't yeah. kick that sin football. Yeah. And uh, it's it's, it's going to be the same fall every time. Yeah. And so I have that on my desk at work and it just reminds me of keeping things in perspective. I, it's silly, but um, Rebecca, I liked it one time when, right before COVID. We were at uh, Knott's Berry Farm and this guy's, because Peanuts is owned by that Knott's Berry Farm right, company. Right, right. And so I saw it, but it was like 65 bucks and I liked it, but not 65 bucks worth. You know what I mean? That, there's a price point in my head that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, you know, 35, I'm, I'm okay with it. And then uh, we got back and maybe three days later, it, Rebecca had it shipped to me in the mail. I was like, oh, that's awesome. So then I bought another one, you know, that has, it shows him actually doing it. So um, I don't even know why we got into that. But that's Graziano. <laughs> I mean, Graziano's two poppies is me kicking the football. And I actually got $35 worth of gift cards, two poppies for Christmas. So we've been meaning to go this week, but I think they're closed for lunch. Um, so we'll probably try to go Friday or something like that. But I try to get all these gift cards out of the way before I get back on the uh, the diet wagon. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know how it is. I know. Yeah. Well, then you can hit the gym afterwards, so you'd be good. Yeah. I need to go tonight, actually. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I will or not. Um, yeah. And as I was thinking back, uh, I, I don't know that I necessarily shared this on the podcast. It was a pretty, pretty cool thing that God did. Um, and it just, it just goes to show his sovereignty and how he's just, he's in control. Like you, you think you have plans and I know we've talked about this, you know, if you want to make God laugh, you know, tell him your plans. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, what ended up happening is, uh, back in September of last year, my wife and I, and uh, some other friends, we went to um, to a, a concert. It was a Christian concert. And um, it was interesting because uh, while I was there, I was uh, walking down towards my seat and uh, ended up hearing somebody call my name. And I, I turned back and I looked and it was it was one of my cousins that I've not seen probably since my grandfather died at his funeral, which is uh, back in 2017. And, uh, so I, I, and it's somebody that I, my cousin, I would have never imagined him to be at that concert. It's a Christian concert. I would never imagine him to be there. I mean, my cousin used to love like Metallica and Megadeth and these, you know, crazy hard, heavy metal bands. And, um, so I thought it was cool. I, you know, so I went up and, you know, greeted him and gave him a hug and, and he was there with his wife. And, um, so we, we talked for a little bit and it was just cool to, uh, just get kind of reunited with my cousin and, uh, you know, they, uh, they were, they shared some struggles of their own with me. And so, you know, it's been cool because I've been able to, uh, pray, pray with them and speak into their lives a little bit. And, uh, you know, in fact, I just talked to him, uh, last Friday, uh, when we were freedom the last, he called me while I was there and I got to uh, chat with him for a little bit, but it reminds me of Psalm 147, five, you know, God, God's just in control. He's sovereign. And it says this, it says, great is our Lord and abundant in power. His understanding is beyond measure. And it's, it's so true. Like he just, he's got this plan and I have no idea. And, and, and the interesting thing about that concert is not only did they show up, they were, they were probably about four or five rows right behind me. <laughs> like they were just right there. It was pretty, pretty out of all those places they could yeah, have sat. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, but they're not from Phoenix either. They're, they're from Tucson. So they, you know, of all places, of all concerts, you know, so the Lord just total, totally orchestrated that, uh, just, just to go to, go to show how sovereign he is. Um, and Ben, I would talk just, you know, going into 2023, I'm big on our 2022, I'm big on resolutions, right? I'm, those are to me goals that I said, and I have a goal this year, a spiritual, um, physical goals, right. That I want to get to and the Lord willing, we'll make it to his, I don't know. 
And I hate to say I'm going to, because the Bible tells us, warns us, right? Don't say, I'm going to do this or that. Yeah. But Lord yeah. willing, if God will allow it in my life, right. uh, just because I'm like, hey, I want to do 365 miles running. I think that's cool. But you could tear an Achilles heel in, you know, day two or tear out your calf muscle, whatever, and it's done, right? And because we didn't put those into, and if God will allow me to do it, that's what I want to do. And I remember last year, uh, one goal was to, you know, write a book, which didn't happen. Another goal was to finish my FTL book, which I failed miserably in. Um, and one was to uh, get promoted, which I know is a, is a, just a secular goal and um, at work. And um, I had applied before Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving night, and nothing was happening whatsoever. And then shortly after the new year, you know, just got the interview. And um, and this is verse Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. It says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when he cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Um, and thankfully, I've not had a lot of interviews, so I don't have a lot of experience. I mean, I've had a couple, um, and I just felt like God was, uh, I know you were praying, and several people were praying for me, and just God really... Um, just bless me in that way. And it's been a crazy ride of doing, you know, what he's allowed in my life for, through that. Um, some humbling experiences, right? Because you go from what you know and to not knowing nothing and feeling like nobody helping you. And um, and I believe it just goes back to trusting the Lord. And that's what I, as I look at 2023 and just goals that I have, um, I feel like my theme is to trust in the Lord and to we went through the book, trusting God, even when it hurts. And you, you know, you did some of the lessons and, um, as well, and just going through that and the sovereignty and we look at God's sovereignty and we're like, yeah, we know that, but to live it, um, in real life is something totally different when things don't go your way, or maybe you're, you know, instead of doing 365 miles, you do 65 miles, right. And you fall way short. Um, and it's trusting those, you know, here's my goals, God, but I want to give them to you. And I, I lay that out to you. And if you will allow me to do them, I, I, that's my desire, but, um, I want you to, I want to trust in you. I want you to be part of that. And just to see God bless this year. And, uh, I mean, I think of, you know, doing the commercial for ASU, I know it sounds silly, but that was huge, big deal to me. I was like, cause as a little kid, people think about dreaming of going to Harvard, right? I dreamt of going to ASU. And for a dumb kid, I felt like, hey, you know, secondary education was not going to be part of my plans. You know, I did a little bit of college, but maybe I'm not I'm not cut out for, you know, college life, whatever. And to actually do a commercial for um, the school that I wanted to go to was, you know, I always, I would always tell my sister, I'm going to be this announcer or I'm going to be on TV. And she'd just be like, you know, you're a dumb kid. And <laughs> forgot to do that. I mean, that was yeah, cool. It was just yeah. it's not no spiritual thing to it, per se. Um, but just a blessing, right? And just, uh, you know, you working on the website uh, for Stay in the Fight and it becoming legit, right? And it's not, uh, you know, no longer, it's a much easier to post on there now. Um, huge blessing, right? Just to see how, you know, even writing, and I was telling Todd yesterday, like, you know, I posted a devotional about my English teacher and I even put what he wrote about me in a, in a progress report. I don't know if you saw that and he just said Sasa's lazy and he'd rather talk than work and true on all accounts. Right. And that's why I posted it. Cause it's, you know, I can't forget who I was and I can pretend like I, I was this great student, but that's, that's not the truth. And uh, to, for God still to allow you to write. Um, I don't know if it's well, or if it's good writing, whatever. I don't know if you could say good, um, but it's, you know, for God to be able to, to, it's, it's a blessing. And to see you, you know, take it to a whole other level is uh 
it was pretty awesome to see how God worked and just trusting in him and how he blesses things in your life. And, and they said all good gifts and perfect gifts come from above, from the Father of Light. And I'm just very thankful this year for those things and seeing how God worked. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasso's blog-style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's Word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the Fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. Well, and I think the, I think the blog is a... Uh, uh, it's a tool, right? I mean, it's it's a it's an instrument in God's hand. Like you, you, we're willing to be that that tool, that writer, you know, and and share um, your life experiences and how God's working in your life, which which is cool because those are testimonies and people relate to testimonies. You know, um, it's it's sometimes difficult to get somebody into church uh, to hear a sermon, um, but it's kind of a start, right? They hear something like some, you know event that happened in your life. Maybe it's a struggle or something. They relate to it and they see how, how you went through it and how God brought you through it. And it's a testimony. It's a testimony for the Lord. Um, and maybe it starts there and then maybe it, then maybe church or, you know what I mean? Like those are all just, just methods and ways that God can use. I mean, even your job, your, your, uh, your promotion, I think that's awesome because now he's put you in a leadership position where, I mean, you can, you, you've got employees, you've got a team now, and I don't know how your policies are at work or whatever and how to what extent you can, uh, you know, talk about spiritual things. But I'm sure that there's going to be some opportunities for that at some point. I mean, I'm sure if it maybe it's a lunch or something, you go to, you know, with somebody and it just comes up. Maybe you pray for your meal and they see you pray and you, you know what I mean? There's going to be there's going to be opportunities. So I think God is just placing you and putting things in your life just to. Uh, to make to glorify him. I mean, that's the that's the that's the point of it to to point people to him, and I think that's the point. And if we say he's sovereign, right? We know that he orchestrates all this. And uh, I've said that before to you. Just I don't think he's given me a promotion for the sake of just blessing me. He did bless me with that, but also that you would be a testimony, that you right. would be of right. influence, and right. um, that you would use it. Just like this podcast, right? It was just a dream. Forty four episodes ago, coming into episode forty five. And how God's blessed that and how we look at the different countries that uh, people that listen Amen. to this Amen. podcast and Amen. a reach we could never have outside of this this format. Um, and people we've gotten to speak to and uh, hearing Mike and Pastor George and uh, just the testimonies of his life and how God's worked and how he came on staff this year and uh, got a, you know, had the opportunity and privilege to go out to eat with him last week and just to hear how God's working in his life. And, um, you know, I won't talk about the walk through Christmas. I'm sure that's on your list. But what a huge deal of, you know, you know him orchestrating that pastor and um, you and Rebecca being heavily involved. And that's what I told Nate today. I go, I feel so bad because here you guys are working hard on that. And I just sat at a booth <laughs> talking to people. But that, that wasn't my thing, you know, but God really used you guys to to do to, to not reach for our community. But I think and I think it goes back to even what Pastor George was preaching this last week and, you know, having that unity in the church and. And and it and it doesn't always work out that you know that the the, the finger is not the eye and the eye is not the ear and the ear is not the nose. I mean, you you did a part. I mean, you had a booth set up for FTL, and I mean that was your part, man. Um, I, you know, I I had to, I did some of the marketing and, and the photo booth. I mean, 
Um, but at the end of the day, like every, everybody had their little part They're they're and it's God's, it's God's, you know, deal. It's, it was his, it's his ministry. It's his church. It's his outreach, you know? And, and so the walk through Christmas was, uh, for those of you who are listening and may not know what that is, that, that, that the walk through Christmas is a, was an event that we did at our church. And it's by far the, the biggest event we've done ever at our church is an, is an outreach to our community. Um, and, uh, I mean, the highlight of it was the, we had a live nativity and, and the basis for it all was that we wanted to just show people like, Hey, this is the true meaning of Christmas. And, and, um, man, I'll tell you what, like I, I, I was telling Rebecca today, like the thing that blew me away was that we did it so good. Like I felt like, um, you know, there's some things in our church, maybe we don't do so well or some things we do better. Um, this was one of those things where we just did awesome. It was it was phenomenal. Like I, I went through every part of the of the walk through Christmas. We had several several stations, um, and every every one of them was just. I mean, it was awesome. We think of Tom, right? That brought the the animals, and then the, it was just a perfect setting. Uh, I only got to see one episode on the last night, but man, it was. I was like, wow, this because you could. It took you back to that night where Jesus was, you know, born. Um, and it, maybe it wasn't like that. We have no idea, but right. it, it really was like, wow. It, and they heard, you know, I, I think I heard Steve, the orator of the, the, uh, the Irish tenor, as many people call him, but to hear him, you know, just kind of give the, the Christmas story from Luke chapter two was, yeah, it was pretty amazing to see the, even, you know, you know, Mitch and those guys up there on the mountain, yep. it was just, it yep. was perfectly orchestrated and yeah, it was pretty awesome to see how God used People's talents, you know, whether it was uh, serving in the kitchen, whether it was the social media, taking photos, storytelling, even sitting there being Mary and Joseph, uh, from Tom getting the animals to mm-hmm. kind of stay in one area, and the, the the crafts and the hot chocolate, whatever, all that culmination of one thing and the organization of all that. Yeah, it was pretty, um, I was kind of blown away that it all came together yeah. how it did and how God was in that. I, w- I was too. I was blown away. It, it, it was just, it was spectacular. I, I hope we do it again. Um, I, I pray that, um, I mean, I, of everything, I just pray that God was glorified that night. I pray that, you know, if, if somebody didn't know what Christmas was about, that they understood that night, that it was about the, the birth of the son of God. And so I, I think that's, that was the point. So and the was, gospel went out, right? I mean, the gospel twice. Went out. Yeah. I mean, twice out. in clearly. that whole thing clearly went out. I mean, cause it went out during the, the nativity live nativity when they were doing the narration and then also in the, in the candy cane forest um, where they were reading uh, a story to the, the children. And uh, technically I think they, they gave out booklets that I think had the, the gospel in it. And then they gave the candy cane away too. They had the little card with the gospel. So there was just so many touch points uh, for the gospel that night. Um, obviously there, the, the volunteers were also focused on um, trying to make connections with the community and invite them to church for the following Sunday um, and so, um, I think it was just a, it's a great effort. It was, it was, it was awesome. I was glad to be a part of it. Thankful that the Lord, um, I used it. I'm, I know he did because, uh, we had a, we had a pretty good uh, turnout. I mean, we had quite yeah. a, quite it was, a I was amazed by that. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, I think a lot of religions believe that Jesus came, but a lot of them don't think about why he came. And I think that's the importance of, of Christianity is why he came because of sin in the world. And he was, he was a gift right to us. And, and, and I mean, it also speaks to the, to the virgin birth too, which a lot of other religions don't acknowledge, you know, that he was truly the son of God. Um, and, and I think that that also was um, a highlight. I think we had other religions that, that were there. I'm not going to call them out, but they were there. Oh, at, uh, and no they were doubt. like, wow, no doubt. No people doubt. that came and they're just like, okay, they so, believe in Jesus, but they don't believe he's the son of God. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome. 
Sorry so, to we detracted a little bit there, but yeah, uh, no, but that that was on my list for sure. Uh, the walk through Christmas, so that was definitely uh, an awesome one. One thing uh, before, because I I, I want to kind of talk about my my New Year's resolution, but one last one event that was pretty big uh, for 2022 was. Uh, um, so what ended up happening, my wife went out to New Mexico to visit her, her parents for, for a week. And, um, so she flew out there and I stayed here with the boys and, you know, Jaden was doing school and I had, had to do some work. Uh, but we ended up driving out there the following Friday, uh, to, to spend the weekend with her and her parents. And, um, what ended up happening on Thursday night before the Friday we left is that, uh, Diane had been watching the chosen with her parents and, uh, they got to, uh, I don't know what episode, uh, specifically, but uh, there was a, I guess, a part in the in the chosen where Jesus uh, was telling the disciples, "If not now, when?" Um, you know, talking about you know, if you don't, uh, I think it was when they were going to go out and um, preach about Jesus or something. And there something about that. And Jesus said, "If not now, when?" And I guess that kind of stuck with her, and she she was thinking about sharing the gospel with her parents. And she she was getting these thoughts like, oh, no, they're not going to get saved. Or, no, you don't need to do that. And then that kept coming back, you know, if not now, when? If not now, when? So she did. She actually stopped right after that episode. And she shared the gospel. And they both got saved, her, yeah, her mom and her dad. God. And so uh, that was definitely a way. It, it was just an awesome way to end 2022. I mean, the best uh, Christmas gift you could get. I mean. Uh, you know, sharing that with the guys uh, yesterday at, at uh, basketball practice, and Bob was like, "Yeah, sorry, you can't top that. You just can't top that gift. That was the best Christmas <laughs> gift. You know, yeah, you can't man. top that." Man. And um, you know, I had told Diane, you know, uh, you know, one of the verses that comes to mind, uh, Romans ten eight through ten, it says, "But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead." You will be saved for with the heart one believes and is justified and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And so uh, it's the gospel right there. And that's exactly, um, you know, she shared that with them and they, uh, they gloriously got saved. They, they prayed, they prayed the sinner's prayer. She led them in it. They prayed it. They understood, Hey, that's the prayer doesn't save you, but it's, it's what you believe. It's what you believe and what you're confessing. And so, uh, that was just a, a really cool way to, to end 2022. Yeah, that's awesome. It's hard to, I mean, uh, when I think you, did you, you told me, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. And um, I shared it with Brother Jeff and he, I guess his wife had been praying for, you know, um, your wife and oh, yeah. he said, yeah, we knew it was pretty awesome. And so it was a prayer request, right? It was. That, that it you've had, had for quite been, some time. It's been a prayer request for a long time. Yeah. So praise God that uh, 2023 is a new, like we said, right? Yeah. Behold, all things become new. new. Amen. And that's yeah. a behold, all things are new in 2023 in a different way than we've ever thought. And um, just a verse that comes to my mind, Psalms 34, 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Yes. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Um, and that, I look at 2022 and just to see that the Lord was good. Um, and he's always good. And even in the times of adversity or conflict or um, just trials, um, there's a lot of things that, and I was talking to Todd yesterday and we we're kind of getting deep into how we were raised and, you know, things that you look back at your parents and say, you know, they may have done this or that to hurt me. Um, but that's less than 1% of my childhood, right? And they're human beings. And um, I've done the same thing as a father. Like, show me the father. When I first saw that, I was like, man, <laughs> I'm a terrible dad. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. And um, I just look at, well, you know, if I look at the the 
the and I think some people focus on one negative thing in their childhood or uh, one you know thing that was not pleasant for them or they felt they were mistreated or whatever and they focus on that and they forget about all the things and that's we do that to God too we go through one trial and he's not good and um, just recently we saw Monday Night Football right where that player collapsed and the and you looked back to that verse when I think we talked about on um, Sunday when he Philippians chapter 2 when Pastor George is talking about how God has lifted him up because he was humbled right and God tells you if you humble yourselves I will exalt thee Mm. Um, and how the Jesus humbled himself and God has promoted him and he says every knee will bow every tongue Amen. shall confess that yes. Jesus Christ is Lord yes. and you see at that football game when that player collapsed and uh, they didn't show the CPR aspect but the players saw that because they yeah. were there how quickly they kneeled mm. to pray to a God that they didn't maybe don't even 20 know. minutes before didn't even they probably they may still not know right. but they knew there was something greater than themselves yeah. Because something inside of us says you were created for my honor, my glory. And Pastor George brought out, you know, this Sunday about worship. And we were designed to worship our creator. Mm -hmm. And for all eternity, we'll worship the God, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And that just that scene, those players kneel reminded me like there's some people that, you know, are not going to kneel. And it's not going to be hard when they realize who God is. Mm -hmm. And I think those those players reaching out or saying we we have questions but we need help we are asking yeah. the king of kings we don't even know who he is right but we know he exists and i thought wow what a powerful picture for me to see that at the end that's how the world is going to fall on their face mm. about to to almighty god and um just how good our god is and to for us to be in a position to know him that i when i kneel and i speak to, i know who i'm talking to yes. i know who hears me yes. i know where my good things come from. I know where the trials are allowed in my life. I know as I'm going to the book of Job right now and just to see that I, I know where this comes from. I know he's allowed it and I can trust him. Um, and just like when you're a kid, you don't understand why you get spankings. I never understood it very much. He would, my dad, parents try to explain it to me. And as I've gotten older, I've realized like, wow, yeah, <laughs> I was already a bad kid. Could you imagine if I didn't get those oh, yeah. spankings? And I think on this side of eternity, we may never know like the whole magnitude of yeah. what God's done. But I think God, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I've been given sometimes a, uh, you know, I don't even know because I'm not God, but a snippet of what he's working in on my life or look back and say, wow, I, I'm thankful that you, that you allowed me to go through that. Or I'm thankful that you gave me these parents or I'm thankful that you allowed these spankings or whatever, you know, and I was telling Nate today, like, you know, your mom and I were young because he's talking about, you know, four years, he could be married, whatever. I said, maybe I was, you know, but I'm thankful that your mom and I were young and we grew up together. We were immature together, um, more so me than her, but that's, we grew up and, um, and I got to grow up with seeing God work in my parents' lives, seeing God work. And now as an adult, seeing it work in my own lives and then in your kids' life is a pretty amazing thing to see. And I'm, I'm just excited about 2023. I don't know what it's going to bring. I don't know if I'll make it throughout the whole year, right? That's not for me to decide. Mm. Uh, but I am thankful for 2022 and just, you know, God's given us the health. We're still both here talking on the mic. Amen. And even on Sunday, right, we had a gentleman on New Year's Day that yeah, uh, yeah. fell out and his heart stopped. In church. In church. Um, so, you know, you just never know when God know. calls you, you home. Know. And uh, so, Lord willing, 
Um, but I'm thankful for what he's done in 2022 and I'm excited to see what he'll do in uh, 2023. Yeah, I am too. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of craziness in the world right now, a lot of unrest and, you know, there's no peace. You know, obviously there's a lot of, uh, rumors of wars and roars and whatever, and even our own countries in a bit of a mess. And, but I am excited about 2023 too, because I know who's in control. I know who, I know who's sitting on the throne and, and, um, and and I'm and, and it's cool because we can call him Father. We can call him Abba Father. Um, one thing that I was I've been doing um, because you know we have the the New Year's resolution thing. Everybody's hitting me up. Hey, what's your New Year's resolution? You see it on social media. You see it uh, probably on the news. And people are talking about what you know. What are you going to do this year? And you know you have your typical. I'm, I'm going to diet. I'm going to lose thirty pounds. I'm going to you know this that and the other. Go to the gym every day and whatever. And I think yours is cool. I've, I like the 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 you know, run, I'm going to run 365 miles. That's cool. Uh, it's a, so. that's yeah. a pretty cool goal, man. I'm at 11. Yeah. So. Well, so I've been thinking about it and I'm just like, you know, what do I do? I've been praying about it a little bit and I was like, Lord, what, what would you have me to do? And this, this keeps coming back to my mind is like, you just, just make better decisions, make better decisions. And I kept thinking about it. And so I was thinking, well, what, what kind of, what can I relate to in, in scripture? Like uh, talking about decisions and, and I love the book of Romans. Uh, it's just one of my, it's probably my favorite book of the whole Bible. And Romans 12, two says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I kind of just studied this verse and meditated on it and I broke it down. Um, there's, there's three things in here. There's deny. So you deny, don't, don't be conformed to the world. You deny the world, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So deny, renew, renew your mind. And then the third one is that by testing, you may discern, discern. So that's kind of the decision. You, you're going to be discerning what's, what's good and what's not. And I, and I just want to, I, I guess for 2023, just I want to um, kind of take that verse and, and just live it out. Uh, you know, deny the world, renew my mind with the scripture. You know, I've got a couple of new Bible plans. One of my goals is to uh, get in my freedom. The last book I'm working on memory verse right now. Unfortunately, I won't be there Friday night because we have a game, <laughs> but I'm going to say it. And uh, I want to get through my book. I journal today. Um, so I oh, want, I'm, I'm just, that's what I want to do. And then discern, you know, uh, just things like, uh, you know, maybe I have an opportunity, you know, I have, I have some time on my hand. Uh, well, Hey, should I jump on social media or should I read my Bible or should I, you know, should I eat this like really unhealthy meal or should I maybe just try something a little more healthy or maybe just eat a little bit less, um, so it's nothing profound, like I'm not going to get on some crazy diet or something, but just make better decisions and, and that kind of thing. And so that's kind of my, that's kind of my 2023 deal. That's my verse. In fact, I even went as far as I'm, I made some bracelets, uh, they should be coming on Amazon. And that's what it says on there. It says, uh, uh, deny, renew and, 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 uh, discern. And it's taken from uh, Romans 12 too. So that's going to be my, uh, my 2023 goal. Well, praise God. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, and as I look, I think the spiritual goal that I have is just to read the Bible every year and um, every day of the year. And on Saturday, Sundays are rough for me. It's um, hard, yeah. Just because I'm in a routine of Monday through Friday of I get up, reading my Bible, I get ready for work and I go to work. But Saturdays are like I'm doing something or Sundays I'm like, yeah, I'm at church. We read the, Bible, read the Bible anyway. anyway. Yeah, yeah, we read yeah, the Bible. Yeah. Um, but God's really spoken to me and just said, you know, I, you need that one-on-one time even on Saturday, Sundays, and uh, my word's important. And for me to not read it is arrogant to say I don't need it today. Yeah, um, yeah. And, I, you know, God showed me that. And 
also to finish my freedom that last book and um he's kind of you know Teresa finished it and she's been in freedom the last i've been here the whole time and i've not done it and there's a lot of good in there and i was telling todd yesterday like the um he said something because i wrote a devotional yesterday that didn't go out it's kind of funny and um to on email but it went out on the on the website and it was a letter let another man praise thee Mm. and how we want somebody to praise us all the time and Um, he made a nice compliment to me and he just said like, you know, you seem like a person that people, you know, would like and things like that. Um, do you notice that? And I'm like, well, I do to a certain extent. I just know a lot of people didn't like me a lot back in the day. Um, and he said, what do you think, you know, gives you the, that positivity or whatever, that outgoing nature. And I said, to be honest with you, I think, um, God helping me with addiction through freedom that last. And I said, when you're, when you're in addiction or you're in, in a, in a, in a sinful, um, kind of, you know, same thing over and pattern, over again, yeah. pattern, yeah. um, you're robbed of joy yeah. and you don't even, you don't even see it, but it's everybody, you can see it on your face, the way you treat people, the way you interact with people. Yeah. And once you allow God to give you the victory that he's given you, um, it just brings about a joy about you that you just, you can't hide you yeah. can't, and that's why I never understood people that go to church and you're like, man, hey, you know, I don't, that, why are they so grouchy? Like, are you going to heaven? Or <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What, what, what's your yeah. problem? You know, and that yeah. just comes from God, that God gives you that, that peace and that, um, that hope inside of you yeah. that uh, just, just bubbles out. And yeah. um, just from when I started Target, my first day there or my first year to my first year at USA, it was total polar opposites because God was at work, right? And that's through, the you know the Bible reading the freedom of the last the memorization and how God just changed my life through that curriculum and so I'm just I'm thankful for that and Amen. I would just give you just our listeners that uh, you know encourage like just as you said that they would follow Him and they would make wise decisions and godly decisions and Proverbs four today in my Bible reading talks about wisdom and understanding and how that should guide your life um, and if you would do those things I'll just give you this verse from Numbers six twenty four to twenty six says the Lord bless thee and keep thee the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And that those things are only going to come upon you. And I know the world would be like, that's a prosperity gospel, but those things will come to you if you will obey him, if you will read your Bible, if you will pray, if you will walk um, in his statues. These things that is a prayer that I think every Christian should pray. Like who does not want to be blessed? Right. But there's right. things that you have to, you have to obey. You can't make, you can't, you got to believe, you know, God is God and not the God that you make him. That's not a, that's a fake God. Right. Right. But if right. you believe the true God of the Bible and you obey him and take him at his word, then these things will come naturally as a follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You'll be blessed. Amen. That's what, that's what the, uh, the abundant life podcast is about. It's about living that abundant life. And I'm not Amen. talking about mansions and Mercedes Benz. I'm talking about that joy and that peace that you you were talking about. You don't have better that. than that, man. You better have than that. joy, peace. You have, you know, you have the Lord, you have riches with, with, with the Lord. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty profound, man. It's, it's amazing. It really is. Amen. It really is. So, well, guys, we're, uh, we're looking forward to a good 2023 and, uh, we thank you guys for, for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you, if this uh, episode has been a blessing to you, would you do me a favor and would you subscribe, uh, check us out on YouTube. This video will be posted on YouTube and, uh, you have the opportunity to, uh, to subscribe, subscribe there as well. You can visit us at abundantlife.fm or on, Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. So thank you guys again for, uh, thank you for a good 2022 and we look forward to listening 
for a for a good 2023 guys thank you all right until later see ya bye thank you for listening to the abundant life podcast we pray you were blessed by today's episode please visit us online at abundantlife.fm until next time may god bless you